All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I hate to break the fishing news after Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down, Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. It's the first time in seven days we have a new Real Life Podcast, because we took last Thursday off for the holiday. I'm Tyler Ramchuk. This is episode 295. It's brought to you by the HGA Group. Take your business to the next level with the next generation of business services that the HGA Group offers. Um, hello, everybody. I'm going to HGA tomorrow. I have a meeting there at 11 a.m. or something, 2 p.m., somewhere around there. HGA just finished making us a very, very sexy pitch deck for dailyfaceoff.com. What's a pitch deck? Uh, it's something you throw at someone and hopefully they throw money back at you. Mm-hmm. Seems like. So the same company that did the accounting can also make us a pitch deck. What kind of magic company is this? You ask yes. HGA. This pitch deck is so magical. We call it a playbook because we are a sports company, but Ooh. it is, it has got audio clips embedded in it. Mm. So it's a, it's a, so you can click to play I didn't on even the know you could do that and video clips. Yeah. I asked, I didn't know. I just threw it out there and they said, yeah, we can figure it out. That's awesome. Did you like Our the video clip the I first... sent the other day with uh, uh, Gregor was... in the ad read? I feel like we're entering a new level of business. It's we really are. weird. Like the, especially the preparation going into pitching. Like your M Chuck, we've got a, we've got a tentative large network partner uh, that we're working with are working on closing. And your M Chuck had the DFO rundown guys create a video ad read of what it would look like if it was on the show. Mm. I, I know like their studio graphic. Whose idea like the, was that? Uh, I came up in a conversation with Graham. Good idea. Yeah. So now whenever, but we should be doing that more. I know we're just now talking random business stuff, but like when we're going to talk to someone about like entering a relationship with a podcast, we should be like giving them, you know, this is what it looked like. This is Gregor pumping up your halfway to boxing. Cool. Day yeah, later, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, happy 4th of July long weekend to all of our friends south of the border as well. I know we have listeners south of the border, so uh, we're giving you a podcast on what is a holiday for yourselves. Um, so happy Independence Day. Hope you're Isn't all today the fifth? Yeah, well, what's the, their holiday? It's their holiday. They get the holiday. Oh, right? Kind of like how we got I also, Thursday off uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Since we were talking about podcasts, I was at the lake this weekend, and I also heard Frank Saravalli give us a shout-out for the Real yeah. Life podcast. What do you mean? Oh, you want, you want me to play it? Yeah. Yeah. He uh he was talking about Ryan Nugent Hopkins new deal. And uh I really hope uh no, this is the clip. 
Maybe. Well, uh, one sec. Nope. I need a second here. I didn't, uh, my phone is not connected. We haven't even, while well, he's working on that too, because we haven't even had a chance to talk about Nuge on this one yet either. We did an emergency episode of ON Radio on Wednesday. Smart. To talk about Smart. You, you got it. You, you got it. The Nuge deserves it. All yeah. hands on deck. There we go. There's a lot of love for my boy out there, you know? Here's, here's what Frank said on the DFO rundown. And I think they're in a good spot moving forward now. And by the way, Nuge gets to retire an oiler. I just didn't know that all those slogans keep Nuge forever from the real life podcast guys that they actually meant forever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> damn, damn right. Pow, we meant forever. Pow, 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 pow. That is Frank Cervalli. Shutting us out, everyone. Forever. Forever, Frank. <laughs> Nuge is it here forever. Like, bag milk. It was like you were in the news. Like there were so many mentions yeah. of you and the Nuge sign. You yeah. see now the value of a slogan for a political campaign, right? It was uh, I like Ike. Keep news forever. They did. They went long term. You had good branding on it. It 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 really was. It's like this is what I said on ON Radio. It was almost like I was the one that signed the contract in some respects yeah. because my mentions on Instagram and Twitter were just full of nothing but love all heavy day duty. Your your fave got, stayed. You're lucky. If I said I got 50 DMs on Instagram and countless mentions on Twitter, even there was like a almost a hat tip from the Oilers official account. Oh, also. I there saw that. that. I saw there that. Was. I swear the Nuge's last game should be you riding his horse infinite patience around on Rexall ice. <laughs> and the should Nuge be. comes Rexall's out and does a loop Rogers. and you're like forever. <laughs> hey, if that's the only problem with the story that you see your M check, congratulations. <laughs> I like, just look, what was the hat tip? What was the hat tip? So keeping the, him. the official account says, so I started keep Nuge forever. And that was, I don't know hundred years ago at this point forever ago (laughs) and it took on a life it really did take on a life of its own i never thought it was ever going to turn into what it did but then when they made the announcement no no don't don't forget the t-shirt part of the story well the t-shirt part was ridiculous because that's when it went hyper legendary meme status yeah we forced forced the the oilers at that point because we we came up with the Keep Nudes Forever shirt. I remember it. We were all upstairs just bullshitting. And we kind of like, we, sh- we should do a Keep Nudes Forever shirt. And it's just a very simple t-shirt. But then, Jay, I don't remember, through some of our content, I don't remember how it happened. Our boy Johnny Winwick, ATB Financial, yeah, best legend. guy ever. Best guy ever. Ended up getting a bunch of these shirts to Ryan Nugent Hopkins and the boys for his wedding. And then we got that photo of <laughs> all of them wearing it. And then yeah. from there, it was just bananas. So, you know, fast forward to the hat tip from the, the official account. It was just the top of the tweet was just, we're keeping him with a wink. And it was just, I got tagged in that. I don't know how many times. It was, it was a fun day. It was a really uh, fun day. We're penetrating the fortress. Oh, I That's love the name this. of my sex tape. That's kind of gross. Um, but the the people behind that Oilers Twitter account, they're they're gen like the girl who they're runs nice it, Caitlin. People. Yeah, she's yeah. really good and she's in she's with the awesome. jokes on Twitter too. She's awesome. She's yep. awesome. Yeah, so no, definitely their 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 social game is definitely leveled up in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I kiss ass and thank them at the end of the playoff season here on check. I'm like, thanks at Oilers. You've done such a good job. <laughs> and they liked it. I was like, ha! Ah! in the ring, eh? The damn and, right. And then one of their bosses the yelled at them Twitter. for interacting with you. Probably. <laughs> when that and, shirt came out, I'd gone and had a meeting. Gregor and I had had a meeting with the OEG. We were having meetings pre-pandemic. And they were like, you know, this is what we think of you, and this is what we don't think of you, and blah, blah, blah. And then we were like, okay. And then we went back and heard more. And my last meeting with them, they were specifically like, making gear about Oilers. And I was like, oh, come on now. Let's not get too excited. And then like a week later, that happened. <laughs> and they're like, what did we talk about last meeting? And I was like, there's too much momentum in the streets, man. It can't be stopped. You it's can't too keep, far. keep, it's gone too far. The genie's out of the bottle. Yeah, yeah. keep news forever. It's, it's like, a, it's a way of life now, you know? I was like, what are you going to yeah. do? Lock me up, put me in arena jail? I know there is one. Is there a jail in the arena? Like, yeah, there's one cell. Thing? For like rambunctious fans. Well, that's one way to describe it. Anybody <laughs> wearing a Johnny Goudreau jersey? Yep. Yep. Remember when you guys dressed up as turtles and went to that game? Oh yeah. That was legendary. That was, that was great. That was hilarious. Um, all right. 
We got a bunch of voicemails to uh, to dig into. Uh, Chalmers, you've been quiet though. Before we get to the voicemails, how's it going? How was your week? Uh oh, I'm good, man. How are you? Like, yeah, it's good. I, I see a lot of stuff about the Oilers online. Like the nude signing, awesome. This whole I did, this whole uh, Duncan Keith thing sure has taken a life of its own. Oh, so has it? that's kind of well, that's kind of <laughs> interesting to see. There's so many people putting that, and I've said that I often hate that kind of stuff in the off season, but. This one was funny to watch because there's a whole bunch of different people that have a whole bunch of different ideas. Uh, so that was going to be one of my questions to you guys is like, we love this, this kind of stuff this, in the off season. I just want to, I just want to just, I just want to put a pause here for a second so we can reflect. Chalmers or your asked Chalmers how he's doing mm-hmm. and Chalmers yep. spoke right from the heart and went right into hockey. Yeah, I did. That, that's a I moment. Did. That's that's a moment like that needs to be observed. So, looked at, yeah, and now we can proceed. Five the nude thing, the, the nude thing, was one of those moments where, you know, we, we, you don't really, you don't realize you need something or want something until you get it. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw that, I was kind of like, this feels good. And but then when we got his, um, I saw on TV just basically a snippet of him. You know, he put out a video just saying like, I've wanted to be here. I want to, you know, I want to build something great with this team. And I just wanted him to stay flat out, like. I want to win a Stanley Cup with this group. Like, and he just he just he just tiptoed towards uh, that line. He just never said Stanley Cup, but he's like, I want to build something great here. And I was like, Come on, dude, just say what we want you to say. But, uh, but it made me feel good. I'm not gonna lie. I knew it would feel good for you guys. I am an empathetic character, if nothing. Uh, and I knew that it would make all you guys happy. And so I was okay. Happy. First of all, you are not an empathetic character, <laughs> so I need you to walk that back. I think- I think that I am, but I have literally heard you within the last calendar month lip off someone for making a larger statue of Jesus than your favorite <laughs> Jesus statue in Brazil. That is that true. Is not the words of an empathetic man. Yep. Yes, I have empathy for all the people that live and 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 gain their money solely on the fact that they have this statue, and now somebody else is making a bigger statue. So yeah, I felt empathy with all the people that were going to lose out. I, I, it would be like if statue. Calgary put up a statue of a bigger baseball bat than we have. That's bullshit. I, I, I went through the same trauma with Mac the Moose in the Moose in Norway. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. We got together. We raised some <laughs> funds. And yeah. we put bigger antlers on Mac. And we've yeah. taken ba- we have taken back the world stage. Your move, Norway. So, Norway, try to pull off the prick move, Chalmers. But you got to get together as a community and fight back. That's just it. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that they did. Because I care <laughs> That's about the story okay, of why the news how, was great. How am I doing? How am I doing? This was a very quiet weekend. Not going to lie. Uh, yeah. I was, we had, we had the Canada Day, which was a, an amazing day, uh, which went into Friday, which was a, a less than amazing day due to the fact that Canada Day was an amazing day. And then it was you know, weird having was, it fall on Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah, so it weird. was so weird, man. Every single, you know, how many people, and even your M Chuck did it uh, on our group text, being like, "Hey, podcast tomorrow," and we're all like, "It is Saturday." <laughs> yeah, I'm so funny. So many people, so many people that I was around and like in my every day was losing track of time. Nobody knew what day it was. It was fucked. But we had a nice baseball tournament this weekend. A lot of a lot of hanging out at the house. Just. Um, it was in Sherwood Park. It was the Sherwood Park uh, is it baseball the Doc- tournament over at the Sherwood Heights. Uh, Still Diamond. called the Doc Polotsky? Still Do- the Doc Polotsky. That's what it was called, yeah. And yeah. This, this baseball diamond, if you can picture this. So there, there's four fields, and they're all in um, – basically each diamond is kitty corner to each other. Mm-hmm. So they're – you know, it, I'll tell you one thing. It is great because you can hear everything that's going on. The atmosphere was electric. But foul balls are dangerous as Ooh, active war zone. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you're yelling heads up and nobody's listening. It's almost hitting people watching other games. Kids are running around. It was chaos with a foul ball, but now it was cool. Yeah, Doc Plotsky, great, great tournament put on by our friends out in Sherwood Park there. And yeah, so they how were many, morning uh, games. So how many so, diamonds were kind of like back to back? Just that's just the thing. Context. So if you made a square, if you made a square and then put home plate at each one and then they go out from there so four diamonds in a square basically <laughs> with all the the home bases back to back to back to back mm. 
adds another yeah. little layer of risk to the game. That's fun. Yeah. Makes baseball, it really does. Make baseball, baseball dangerous. needs yeah. more excitement. It needs more excitement. So yeah, I've always said that in the outfield at every major league park, there should be like a moat with some very dangerous gators in it. Ooh, and yeah. That's like run, oh like avoid the gators. There's, I'd watch there's that. A, there's a certain outlet who does a, a series called how to, how to save baseball. And all of their things are like random little tiny ponds in the outfield. They want trampolines 10 feet from the warning. Yeah, track. Slam you ball. should be allowed to have the opposite <laughs> team should be allowed to have somebody in the outfield blocking. Oh, yeah. guys are trying to catch I a ball, but there's a guy blocking for the batter. But there's a Harry rival blocker. Each team, yeah, each team has, in the outfield. There's a, there's a tackler, and then the yes. other team has an opposing blocker. Yeah. So you're like, oh man, he was going to hit his single, but then the second or the right fielder got run over, and then it was a double. Or That's like maybe one of those uh, American Gladiator style tennis ball cannons, and yeah. as the pop ups are coming, no. they're just firing yeah. Dude, balls at you people. Just, you just literally said jewels. two things. Jr. said one thing, and Bag Milk said one thing. Slam ball! What a fucking like all the, it just hit the well, ground shock, running. Well, shocks! Went. It came to a violent end. Oh, it yeah, is coming was... back! It's coming what? back! What? I swear I think to it's God, big overseas. The dude. What in like countries that don't have laws? Yeah, I think so. The, or they don't have the ankles. That, the dude that founded Slamball is actively pursuing his new league. Peg Leg McGee. Huge, huge financing. Founder of Slamball because his leg came off because of Slamball. Oh okay, first off, I thought it was just, I thought this was just like basketball with some trampolines. They, it's full contact. Yeah, you could hit. Full contact. Yeah, you hit guys. Yeah, yeah. This is nuts. But Tyler, it's really I'm not the, about the basketball. It's about the violence and the broken ankles. Yes. Tyler, yeah. isn't there about the trampolines? A, isn't there a, a like a legit MLB field where it's got like a big incline in the middle of the like? So that was out in Houston. Center field used to have a hill in the middle, yeah. or like out at the fence. They've taken <laughs> it is, out since then. Yeah, that's so stupid. Like it was so them. funny though because you would see guys eat shit every now and then because oh, they're trying to play a play on a ball. Yeah, I'm glad we just workshopped some ways to uh, to fix baseball. Um, all right, we're at the we're at the maybe 15- two balls. I would it what if there would be a way to like let one player on each team like wear rollerblades where they could go like extremely faster than everyone, whether it's in roll- the field or on the bases. Tyler it would just the murder the catcher. Are you old enough to remember Super Stoller ro- rollerblade guys? I know they existed, but I don't remember ever seeing it. Ah, they were the coolest. That I was believe the, that. that was the job. That was the job. I'm I watching slam ball is. highlights. You don't remember guys at Superstore cruising around on rollerblades? Like they worked there and they oh, would be like Superstore. runners. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I was one of that job when I was a kid. I thought they were the coolest. Hold on, hold on, hold on. People worked at Superstore wearing rollerblades? Back yeah, in the day, yes, I remember that. What? Those are slick floors, man. That is yep. not like... Holy oh, fuck, they'd be skating all day long? You yeah, could yeah, actually stop, like, though, on those floors. Like, you could you could dig in on a normal stop and get what it done. What a world. Yeah, they Didn't would they be also like, used to have roller skating waitresses at drive-in diners? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the roller skate they industry at one point... States. The roller skate industry at one point was like, 90% of roller skates are going to commercial applications where people are skating at work. I remember I was in Killarney, Manitoba. I can't, we have a listener down there. I can't remember who, uh, shout out Killarney. Uh, I was at the pavilion down by the lake and it was roller skate derby night. And like, you got to rent roller skates and everyone just skated around and you get your people that are super into it and got their dances going and got the moves. Have you seen seen that meme that were the video where those like six older guys are all in a flying V and they're doing like choreographed skates around the Oh yeah. It's like they live for Friday nights at the roller skate at the roller. What pavilion. happened to the roller skating industry? Like roller derbies died out. People skating at work It'll died out. It'll come back. The novelty of it will come back. I was watching Modern Family and they went to a, like a roller rink place. Like it's a thing. Get good tunes. Get a good DJ. Get some people to know what they're doing. I just did a, uh, you're, you're the roller skating industry. You get cocky. It's the seventies. R- 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 good times are never going to end. Do you remember I, those yellow Fisher Price skates that would like damn right oh, shape yeah, to make to fit your uh, to fit your yeah, shoes? As your feet grew, your skates stayed the same. Genius. Yeah. I did a quick googling for the Superstore rollerblade guys. Uh, according to this one thread on Reddit, where it was a big thing, looking they were, they, were, they were looking for each other essentially in this thread. 
Uh, around 2005 is when things started to get lawyery and it was phased out by 2007. Yeah. Simpler times imagine. then. Just what body the check fuck? one customer. Remember when the remember when roller hockey was like signing people to contracts and shit? Yeah. Remember that era where it was like, this is wild. Inline skating is going to overtake yeah. skating on ice because they can do it outdoors. I, I, like I, I think too. for the past three minutes, your M Chuck's just been watching slam ball highlights. And I'm actually like, Oh my he's god. Given the Joe Rogan, yeah, he's go, given the Joe Rogan expression every time yeah. he sees somebody get it. Yeah, go slam ball injuries. There's some epic ones. Okay, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm texting you guys. I just screen recorded a video of some slam ball highlights. I'm gonna text it to you guys right now. Put so it up on watch. social. Put it up yeah, on this, social. This is one hundred percent going to our Instagram, they're probably taken down for copyright. Buddy, I'll I'll tell regardless. you one thing. In the next in, in, in the, the, the next six months in this calendar year, you will hear news. That slam ball is making a comeback, and it will be on some streaming, maybe Twitch or something. But they have deals in the works. I have heard this interview. So in the video I sent you, the first one is a beautiful dunk. It's a sick dunk, and the next play is someone who I think may have died. Sick dunk like, coming in. Oh, that's a far out, far trampoline too. Yeah. Oh, an alley oop. Oh, multiple alley oops here in the second one. No helmets either. No buckets on these guys. No, just nothing. It's incredibly dangerous. How can they be doing this? Is it offshore? Yeah, probably. These highlights I'm showing you are from 2009. So keep that yeah, in mind. Country that doesn't recognize safety. Yeah. Yeah, that Anything guy gets goes. Yeah, gets smoked. One of the stands. <laughs> Did you just watch the hit job? Yeah, oh, that was a clothesline. Like the owner of the Flyers, Ed oh, Snyder, no, a owned a slam ball team. That doesn't surprise me. All right. Uh, do, we, do we want to get to some voicemails? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We got Are about... any of them sex talk? No. But there's a <sighs> there is a person who is committed to a bit called Future Wanye. And I want that person to know I love them. I think the storyline is great, but I'm being I'm not allowed to play them. So having storyline, numerous... I like keep it going. Having yep. seen numerous episodes of Star Trek Voyager, I know if you speak to yourself in the future, it creates paradox. Yeah, that's the butterfly. One thing. of the days where I'm not on, play them all. Just I can't hear it or it will open a hole in space time. Yeah. By the way, Slam Ball launched in China in 2015 and the resurgence in China. Hmm. Interesting. So there you go. I just, I just sent you guys to our group thread a story from a couple months ago that where it, the, the headline is, I have no idea why Slam Ball is trending in 2021, but I do know Slam Ball is awesome and ahead of its time. And it's coming back, man. Even the team names, like the Crashers against the Diablos. Are you kidding me? The Rumble, the Rumble, the Diablos, the Bouncers, the Steel, the Mob, and the Slasher. Those were the themes. Wow. That's pretty sweet. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's get cracking here on some voicemails. Uh, hold on, there's... hold on. Slam Ball ended because oh. like a guy exploded into feathers, right? Like what happened at the end? <laughs> I it has to be. What was the what? Yeah. Why did it? End? I, I don't, I don't think it was because of of a particular injury. I just think it was a rash of lawsuits. I yeah, think Spike probably. TV decided it wasn't. It wasn't Spike TV work, shut. So just, wasn't that the problem? Yeah, uh, could be. Oh, maybe. But it was Spike TV, right? The best show that that station ever had was Pros versus Joes or whatever. That show oh, was God, unbelievable. Great show. Show so was fucking amazing. good. That, need, that needs to come back. There's a mini golf show on right now with like Steph Curry. Like, who wants to watch that shit? I want to watch Holy Pros versus Lego. There's a show where they make Lego boys. Give me a fucking break. I'm, t- like, I'm telling you, Joe Schmo is the best show on Spike. Yeah, that was Schmo. It was the reverse reality show where what happened to is- Spike? Everyone is in on it except for one person. It's now mm-hmm. Paramount TV. <laughs> Paramount the stuff TV. They would, the yep. stuff they would do to that guy. Jonathan Torrance was in the first season. He oh, played yeah. Gerard, the oh, gotta yeah, be you're gay right. guy. Gerard, you're right. Yeah. What? Hey, well, yeah, Remchuk, remember there was a show back in like the early 80s? I think Gretzky was even on it. And it was like a pros versus Joe's. No, you might just think you might have heard of it. Oh, it's not oh, like yeah. you would have seen it. But yeah. it was like the very, it was called. Gosh, I can't even remember. We'll figure it out. But it was like the first iteration of Joe's versus Pros, and it went away. And man, that show was awesome. Oh, is that when he did the hundred meter like dash with all those other other athletes like Pele and Sugar Ray and well, but it Bjorn wasn't just Born athletes or... versus athletes. It was they definitely had one street like one 
average person, one one just civilian basically <laughs> against a bunch of pro athletes. But <laughs> oh, I can't remember what it was. One of the ads for pros versus Joes, it has Dennis Rodman and then some like short chubby guy. And the tagline is just Rodman versus Repairman. Like, that's sick. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, uh, this is all so good. They need to bring back this show. That would be a great show to bring back because like it was a lot of fun. Okay, you can, can you rebound against Dennis Rodman? Yeah, yeah, I can. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. They if we're also... bringing back old shows, can we bring back the slap you in the face competitions they do? They still oh, that's still going on. Have you ever seen those? those oh, they're ones. online all the time. Woo! How do they not blow their eardrums out? Oh, God, that's silly. And those that guys guy. that are in them, their necks are the size of thighs, you know what I mean? That I'm seems not... a lot more dangerous than everything excluding slam ball, which remains way more dangerous. All right. Um, I don't know how we're even we've gone down a weird rabbit hole, but I love it. Um, anyways, what? now do now do we want to get to the voicemails? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. There we go. So there are three that all follow a very specific topic. So I'll start with the, the first one we got on this topic from Jacob Jar. Jacob Jar or Jacob. Maybe the J is different. It's Jacob Yar. I don't know. Either way. Yar. Um, he sent us he sent us this. Come on. Hey guys, big fan of the pod. I've been seeing around here that Duncan Keith is rumored to come here. And I've got a trade proposal here that might be pretty interesting. So I've got here Duncan Keith retained at 35%. Dylan Strom in a first round pick from Chicago for this year. For Caleb Jones, Nico Koskinen and our first round pick with Koskinen being retained at 50%. Chalmers, you're up. Chicago some nice oh. cap space, three three and a half million, and they're going to get extra cap space when Koskinen's contract's up. And for Edmonton, they're eating three and a half million, but getting a strong versatile player in Dylan Strom, who could be a top six winger and a third line center if need be. And we move up in the draft, and we can either draft a really high prospect with that pick or trade that for immediate help. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Chal- let cool. me know what you think. Chalmers, you're up. Charles, you're taking Chalmers, do some spaz out. You can see, I will, fantasy man, football league. If if that guy would have come to me at a party and asked me that question, <laughs> I would have looked at him, tried to get the eyes out of the back of my fucking head back to the front of my head, and walked away <laughs> so fast. I don't know what the hell he just said. I don't know if any of those things are fucking even possible. All I heard was uh, Duncan Keith, blah, 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 blah. Nerd right. alert. I Chalmers hates trade proposals. So Chalmers I can, I know. hates trade proposals. You, the guy that left, left the message, don't take this personally. It's a much bigger psychological <laughs> no. issue than you are, sir. I actually, Could that th- trade work? Perhaps. Thank you hey, for the voicemail. Guy that I, left the think? voicemail, 20% of the people on this podcast don't care about your voice. Pe- people the not other- named Chalmers. Oh, what do we think? You're such a dick. I'm, yeah. saying, I'm saying that one in five people didn't like it. That means the other four did. So just don't worry yeah. about it. Let me break this down here. Uh, Jacob, I think your proposal is close to what it would take for me to pull the trigger on that move, but I wouldn't want to keep any of Koskinen's money. I would want to have them take Koskinen at full and keep the money from Duncan Keith to make them equal for a year. And then, then we might be getting somewhere. I like the idea of moving up in the draft. I don't hate the idea of acquiring Dylan Strom either. I think that proposal could be along the lines of what we eventually see. You see, Chalmers, you're looking at this like it's a conversation at a party, and your M-Talk's looking at this like a sports media professional. Hmm. And yeah. that's how you respond to that question. Exactly. So I'm going to roll my eyes back <laughs> in my head until they pop out the other side. I, I, echo, he- I, echo, I echo Jacob. Or, uh, Jacob, Jacob, I echo Tyler's comments. Yeah, they have to. Uh, that's because he is a sports media professional, and I am most likely just at a, guy a party. At a party. You are at a party currently. Okay. Everyone's on brand right now. Everyone's doing their thing. Charles, Charles, yeah. we got we got a few other ones here, so I'll uh, I'll switch gears. Um, no, and I'll it's go to- fine. No, this is what it's all about. I yeah. let me. I, yeah. I won't say another word. Okay. No, I Good. want you to lip everybody yeah. off. I'm just trying to provide all the different voices and the Spice Girls to have okay, harmony. Then, the, the, the next one I will listen to, and I yeah. will actually take it seriously. Okay. The one that was about me, I wouldn't even allow Graham Chuck to read it. That's how immature I am. So you know, it's Which a is weird, because you hear your voice I'm in the very beginning spice. of the show open. 
Yeah. So I don't yeah, that's, that's totally it, get it. Though. I've never listened to a single minute of the show. I don't even have podcasts coming to my phone. I've been doing it for five years. So Jacob chimed in on Duncan Keith. We got a different one here. Uh, this one is from JJ. So Chalmers, you'll like this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, pod here. I kind of wanted to throw out what I think would be the ideal scenario if uh, Duncan Keith is, in fact, oh on his God. way to over to Edmonton. Oh, no. Chalmers. So an ideal Duncan Keith trade that I think would work out best would be uh, <laughs> Duncan Keith and Dylan Strong going to Edmonton for James Neal, Caleb Jones, and a 20. 20- 22 conditional third round pick with the condition being that it would become a second if the Oilers made it to say the Western conference final or the second round, then just buying out Koskinen because he's trash. And with all the goalies in the market right now, it kind of makes very little sense to try and wait out that year and try and pry and force something next year. And kind of the linchpin to all that's, all this happening and all the free cap space going on would be to try as hard as possible to push Zach Cassian. Cause as much as I like the guy and he could be at times a decent top six player at 3.2 mil for the next few years is just such a waste of space, especially in a flat cap. So Kenny Holland's got to do whatever he could possibly do to get Zach Cassian in Seattle and off our books for good. But yeah, let me know your thoughts. At this Chalmers, point of the party, <laughs> at this point of the party, Chalmers is looking around going, what kind of fucking party have I come to? I'm <laughs> at the wrong party. Uh, okay, can I ask an honest question? So those two, <laughs> those two were similar, right? Mm. And I feel like they're the same things I heard at the, the, the very beginning. When the minute, I think it was Elliot Friedman put out Something about Duncan Keith would be like perfect here or whoever the f- did it. These were the scenarios that like the, like, like, I guess what you would say the professionals were saying. So are these people, they're not coming up with their own things. They're basically yeah, they just are. like asking us. Those are not things that were said. I basically heard from about two different places that exact thing though. And these well, were like green, these were like blue check marks. So I, I just feel like the guy's not like coming up with like, he didn't just write that all himself. Did he? I think he did. Yeah. Hey, yeah no one is like, then. no one is like, you know, Chalmers that trade you have to, it's like a petition. If a thousand people propose a trade, it gets ratified and it goes through. That's right. Right. All trades were consensus of fan bases before they occur. If Most you could past. pull that off, if you can get James Neal off the books and not have to buy him out. In that trade, if you could, if, like I, I don't, I don't think Chicago says yes. I wouldn't do it if I'm Edmonton. I wouldn't do Neil for Keith. What? Well, Why? and it was Caleb Jones, and it was a condemned, conditional. Yeah, that too. Like, well, and, well, and we South, get Dylan Strom. I the only way I'm really interested in Duncan Keith is if James Neal is part of what's going the other way. I, you know, I Stroms don't I work do here. That's straight up. I wouldn't do Keith for Neil straight up at all. Um, the buy like the buyout for James Neal is still way more appetizing than than having Duncan Keith on your team for two years. But the last two years, like that's like that, like saving five hundred grand here and there is going to be monumental. Yeah, but you're not saving five hundred grand. You're saving two hundred k in that deal. In, In Neal for Keith, straight up, and you can't buy out Keith. So if Keith comes here and sucks for a year, you're stuck with that for one more season. If you buy out Neil, you can take the three point whatever that you save for and two you can years. Go, yeah, then for two years. Dead, then he's dead cap space. The cap like will go up. It doesn't matter. If this is a real party right now, Chalmers would be out in a different room finding new people to hang out with. Yeah, Chalmers is petting the dog somewhere, you know, at this party. <laughs> so you would rather you would rather not get rid of Neil. You'd rather buy out Neil. I'd I would rather buy out Neil than trade Neil for Keith straight up. Yeah, oh, but I'm not saying it, it, I'm not saying it, straight up in my It's heart. a package though. We're also going to get Dylan Strom. Yeah, okay. So if it was if it was Neil and Jones for Keith and Strom. Hmm. I don't I'm see why we're giving up Jones for a guy who's almost 40. That too. That doesn't make a ton of but if you're going to lose Jones in expansion, but then you might lose Keith, like it it is weird the the Jones we angle. Got, of but this we is got, we got but we have people coming up behind Jones so we can we afford do. to lose them. Well, we, we need like we 
Well, so there you go, right? So if, if if we may as well try to get some value, we can get Dylan Strom coming back. We oh, I'm with it. you. I'm with you. I just the, if I'm trading Caleb Jones, I'd want it for a player who's not closer to getting a discount card at Humpty's. Do you do you want to do you want to hear the interesting fun fact of the, of this whole situation? So Duncan Keith wants to play in the West, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like specifically, like. Pacific Northwest. So like that isolates it to four teams. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't want to go to Seattle because it's an expansion and the Vegas thing isn't going to happen again. Well, I don't, it's, it, who knows? Vancouver can't afford them. Calgary is Calgary and they suck. It literally only makes it Edmonton as the desired option of those four. And Seattle's, what- Seattle's a way better fit than you think. I think Seattle makes a ton of sense. Seattle makes a lot of sense. He has name value. People will buy jerseys. They're not expecting to do well. Seattle might want him, but he has a no movement clause. He is in full control of his destiny, and he wants to win. No, that's not why he wants out. That's not why he wants out. No, 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 no. I know why he wants out. Why does he want out? He wants to be closer to his family in Penticton. They're in Penticton. Penticton. So, So... it, wherever he goes, if he has an option, he's probably going to choose the team as the best chance to win. Or and to like, me, with he, that fact, Jay, like what to Jay's point that he can choose where he wants to go. And if Edmonton is, say, Seattle, Edmonton are kind of like the rumored destinations right now, why do we have to give up much of anything? Well, yeah. that's we've got the card, so you've got to try to leverage that a bit. Yeah. 100%. Which is interesting. That's an interesting fun fact of this whole situation. That is. I'm going to give my my trademark this uh, my Chalmers positive spin uh, to JJ and Jacob. Uh, the fact that you guys can both start with the letter J, both have Duncan under- Keith trade proposals, and listen to this podcast. <laughs> understand? Yes, understand the cap clearly better than I do, and how conditional third round picks do, which means you've done a lot more research about this. That hey guys, your voicemails. They deserve to be heard, and they deserve to be commented on by the other four guys on this podcast. Chalmers, <laughs> positive spin zone. Well spun. I'd be way more excited about this rumor <laughs> if it was 2012. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, that's not happening. Sure, I'm sure yeah, he didn't sure. want exactly. to get out of so, Chicago, too, if it's 2012. Like we, that, that's the thing. We don't <laughs> need to. That's the thing. We don't need to do this. He's yeah. uh, he's he's given them a four team list, and Edmonton yeah. would be on the top of that list. So, like, we hold the cards here if we want to do it. Like, we've got I love- a thirty eight year old defenseman already named Evan Bouchard. We never well, use. That's the thing. We got to pair him up with the the two thirty or thirty eight years olds together. Imagine them as a third line pair. Seventy two year Keith unit can do exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what what Duncan Keith could do for Evan Bouchard? Like there is br- some value there. They're up bright and early, I- waiting on the bus, ready to go hours before everyone else. And Duncan Keith breakfast. just seems like a cool guy. If you've ever heard of his interviews oh. or anything, like he just seems like a really cool, down to earth dude. I don't want to get in the weeds on this too much, but Let's if go. I was in Chicago right now, I'd want to be getting the fuck out of there because I think some shit's about to hit the fan there. There's some. What do you mean? I don't understand why this whole allegations against this video coach from 2010 aren't being talked about more. Why the oh, fact that it was brought to the to the front office, uh, it was talked about by Sam Bowman and and all the front office staff knew what had happened, so they got rid of this guy, but gave him a letter of recommendation yeah, to another gross. team where he oh, went yeah. on and committed the same act to a 17 year old. Yeah, uh, there's some fucking questions to be answered there. Yeah, like I, said, yeah. I don't want to get in the weeds too much about it because that is not what this show is about, and 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 we need to learn a lot more about it. I think, but the fact is, is it's been very, very quiet. Well, Frank and Gregor are on the case. There you go. They're not. Yeah. They're not letting. They're not letting it go. Are they? They're, having, okay. they're going yeah. deep on the subject. It's been great. Listen to the episode from Respect. last week. Respect. Yeah, I was, I was oh, going to yeah, say. Frank, Frank's on a mission. Frank's on a mission. If people want to hear more about this, uh, DFO Rundown episode 41 with uh, with Katie Strang. And Katie Strang's yeah. an investigative journalist covering yeah. this. If you go listen to that podcast, it'll, it'll catch you up to date on kind of what's been happening here. I don't think that has anything to do with why Duncan Keith wants out again, though. I think it's purely no, family it's reasons. Family. No, but it's family. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, I, didn't know people, I didn't know people actually lived in Penticton. I thought you just vacationed there. 
I thought maybe he wanted to leave Chicago. I thought maybe he wanted to leave Chicago now that Lil Durk moved to LA from Chicago because it wasn't safe. I thought maybe (laughs) that's why Duncan Keith wanted to leave too because it wasn't safe. Yeah, Kanye left, and now Duncan Keith wants to go too. And Lil Durk. Yeah, and Lil Durk. Oh yeah, Um, don't forget Lil Durk. Oh, you don't even know anything, Chalmers. Jesus, he's huge. I do know who Lil Durk. I know who Lil Durk is. Did you know that last year, Chalmers, out of 52 weeks on Billboard, the number one song was a Roddy Rich song, 16 mm-hmm. weeks out of 52? <laughs> That's how no. popular Roddy Rich is, and you don't even know who he is? I do so. I know that song. It's a good song. Which one? I don't know. It says something about a box or something, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, we have another voicemail <laughs> to get to. Uh, did you guys know we have a listener in Nanaimo? Oh. Not Nemeo. At first, I thought it was Nemeo, and then I listened to the voicemail. I was like, "Oh no, that's Nemeo." Home uh, anyways, of the bar. Thank you. Here is uh, <laughs> here. Here's Brett from Nemeo hitting us up on the inbox. Nemeo or Nemeo? Nemeo. 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 Holy crap! This team. I love it so much. And then I hear things like this, and I'm like, "Why am I a fan? This I don't get it. I could be happier. I live closer to Seattle. I could I could get on that bandwagon instead of putting myself through another." off season of stress I, I i don't get it elite teams don't make trades like this you don't give up you know a decent prospect for a guy who's 38 years old and making five and a half million dollars even if yeah, he's not in your plans you still just don't do that it should be headache for headache or cash uh sorry headache for headache you know like like neil for keith or you know uh, a late pick for salary retained on the guy like what whatever you don't trade prospects for 38 year old guys whose careers are you know on the not the back nine the back two and this is just oh my god this is frustrating this guy's just writing off a team the didn't even do the deal he's I'm mad with about <clears throat> i'm with him and now we we have just broken the record for the quickest leap to We've already done the trade and reaction yeah, to the fucked. trade. We're <laughs> what fucked. What the fuck are we doing? I'm going to be a fantasy animal. We're but the deal's fucked. not done, yeah. This like, is Edmonton. This is what we yeah. do, Chalmers. How I, dare you bring just, Seattle into this? Yeah. You are not going to go be a Seattle fan. You know yeah. you won't. Shut the I fuck actually, up. I actually went through the visualization of seeing Nuge in another jersey. Like I went, I went, I went that far. and I wouldn't let wow. myself get there. I was, uh, I was upset, just as upset as that guy. Well, because I, I had left the voicemail. I had to say, Jay, after that, uh, the last game against Winnipeg in the playoffs, where Nuge scored that beauty goal, and that was, I was just like, oh fuck, was that the last goal? I'm gonna get to see, get him, get to see him score as an Oiler, and it made me sad. It made mm-hmm. me sad. Mm-hmm. Listen here to Nymo before you go get your Kraken jersey stitched on. <laughs> we didn't even do that deal. <laughs> Chill the fuck out, <laughs> Jesus. Right, and, 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 and thank we, you for listening. And I believe, and I believe we'll do it if it only makes sense. I hope. We hold the cards. Hope. We hold the cards on that. If we yes. if we fucking lose that trade, whoa. That's what I mean. Like we hold. I agree with Jay entirely. If we lose the trade where we've got everything on our plate, like no bueno. <laughs> yeah. So what's a, no bueno. so what's a non-starter? Giving away prospects and draft picks. That's Connor McDavid for Duncan Keith. That's yeah. a non-starter. Oh! You don't make that one. One-sided. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, anyways. We got a couple voicemails now that are not related to Duncan Keith, so I'm excited. Wow! To Thank God. Yeah, sorry, John. Here's one from uh, Adam. It's very. Quick. I hope it's about Seth Jones or something. If the Oilers allowed personalized goal songs and you guys were on the team, Oof. what would your guys' songs be? And if you guys could choose, what would Connor's, Leon's, and Nuge's song be? Now we're talking. So wow. me, I, I got to think about the players for a second. But for me, Connor, Glenn, you'll like this one. This is why I'm hot, Mims. Damn. For, for, for me, if oh, that's my you. goal, Scott. Connor McDavid should be Rocket Man. Nice. Ooh, I'd like that. My goal song would be WAP. A hundred percent WAP. Hundred percent. Dry yeah. should be. Dry should be. Forgot like, about Dre. D- forgot about Dre. And Nuja should be Baby Shark. That'd be funny. <laughs> I like that. Mine would be The Box by Roddy Rich, right, Chalmers? The Box. Got a lot of that track. What about the Hamster song? That'd be a wicked goal song for Connor. 
Oh. Mine would be The Silhouette of the Pinnacle by Riff Raff. What did it actually? What? No. It's just a good song right now. The Silhouette of the Pinnacle is a current track by Rick Riff Raff? Yeah, or jo- Jody High Roller, as he's known on the streets. Interesting. I didn't realize you still kept your ear to the ground. <laughs> Whoa, that slaps. That, that was definitely it. <laughs> Wasn't that Pitbull? Little DJ who? Mr. Worldwide? Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Uh, the I, album art for this song, Chalmers, is old school. My yeah, song for is. Connor would be Rock Wilder. It'd be the best. I, Mine I would be uh, ABBA's Money, Money, Money. Just got to get ABBA in there. Yeah, I, I, I can go with so, that, too. There's so many songs swinging in my head. Like, something to do with fire, like, but Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire. No. no I would also have, uh, for Nuge, I would take Up In Here by DMX. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. This reminds you know, me. I was reading this thing on a <clears throat> British news website. They'd put out a list of songs Prince Charles listens to to try and oh. make him seem like relatable and young. And I literally there? did not know a single song on the list. It's like, is your seventy-three-year-old aristocratic grandfather asked to play music on the viola? Anyways, similar. Yeah, okay, I've got, I've got it. I've got this list here. One second, because uh, what is oh, this? Prince Charles. Yep. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So we got given up, given in by the Three Degrees. What? Yep. I've never even heard of that. Don't rain no. on my parade by Barbara Streisand. Oh, huh? Barbara. La Vie en Rose by Edith Piaf. That's okay. a classical. That's classical music. La Vie en Rose, I believe. Now Prince Charles is classy. Let's not. Yeah. That's not going to get you in with the kids. Yeah, none of this is. Not going to hear that on TikTok. Well, that's upside down by Diana Ross. Now that one I knew, I think, but I might be thinking Donna Summers upside down. But maybe it's the same song. The voice by I I can actually play that song in my head. The voice by Imer Quinn. What is this? What is this song? The click song by Miriam Macaba. Classic. You're a lady by Peter Skellern. He said in the interview, there's this one song. It gives me the impossible urge to get up and dance. And like somebody with a PR job is like, oh, there we go. That'll make the kids think he's cool. I bet it's La Mer by Charles Trenet. Or Benashi by Old Blind Dogs. Or when perhaps- Obama puts out a playlist, there's like bangers. Yeah, yeah it's going to be low, like Wheezy's on there oh. for sure. Dude, all right. yeah, I got two. I got, I got okay. two good pop-up songs. One would be All the Way Up by Fat Joe. Oh. Oh and yeah, then my house by Flow Rider. Imagine playing that. I was like, "Welcome to Flow Rider." Open up the champagne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone claps. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. fucking right. I think Flow Rider. He's like, I'm making <laughs> anthems to be made into cell phone ads in 20 years. Prince Charles Art. wants to become more relatable with the young kids. If you yeah. want to become more relatable with the young kids, try shopping at Twig and Berries, picking up some of their good gear, whether it's the nutsack underwear or it's their out-of-office hoodie. It's right on the front page of their website. It's very beautiful. Nice hoodie, and their gear is top of the line. I was rocking my Twig and Berries hoodie this weekend. We got a promo code for you. It is Nation15. Hit them up, twigandberries.ca. Saves you 15%. Hoodies, Let me add a little on that. Eh? Let me add a little on footnote there to that ad you're on, Chuck. Get a little value out of this read. Look, if you're coming out of pandemic quarantine, you want to get your shit together. You want to get trimmed up. You want to get your beans and something presentable. You want to get out there and you want to get back in the game quick. Yep. So make sure you're wearing new underwear. Damn it. This is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And let us know in the voicemail if you have any success wearing them. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I mean, while we're on the topic of cleaning things up, it's easy to also tell people, you know, we got our friends at Manscaped as well. And that promo code is real life, 20% off and free shipping. So the Manscaped Twig and Berries kind of duo that we have on this podcast, we do this. We give you these promo codes for you, the listener, to improve your quality of life. We should do a nation real life box where you get Manscaped, Twig and Berries, and the 900 pack of condoms because you're going to do so well if you use the first Mm -hmm. two products. That's kind of gross. Okay. Uh, we have and one more. They roll out, they say, keep nude forever, Tyler. <laughs> we, wow. Uh, we do have one more voicemail. Do you guys want to hear it? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. Last one. This one is from Kevbo. Mm? Okay. I know Kevbo from Instagram. Ah. Okay. So this could be like probably a little bit both for real life and nation radio, but Ooh. why are Edmonton fans <laughs> so scared of celebrating so much? 
Mm-hmm. Watching the Euros right now, and the England fans are absolutely going bananas. But whenever Edmonton scores or does something well, everybody gives like a sarcastic little clap, and that's all they do. And they hardly stand up. These guys are standing the whole game. What's wrong? Right, right. Let's get right, up, Edmonton. Right. Let's cheer our team like for real instead of just like sarcastically. And I don't know. Holy Maybe fuck. that's just me. Listen here. Let's go, Edmonton. Tits. And uh, hey, Nuge, love it. Best birthday present ever. Thank you. Happy belated birthday. You're welcome. Yeah. What, what I'd say is, in his rant. what I'd say is, once we get to, we need to get to the playoffs. Then we show people how we shine. I, but it's like almost like there's a buildup until the playoffs, and then as soon as that first game goes, like I remember going to games in 2017, you can hear yourself think. We need first to get to all, the playoffs. We haven't been allowed in an arena for over a calendar year, so let's just start with that, there, Chief. Like Two, not, we made the playoff wrong. once in 16 years. You want me to stand and clap? Come on. Hey, I went to a Swansea Swans game, and they were on the verge of relegation, which means they're not doing well. They were and singing. People, and people are going crazy. The European sports fan experience is something I wish we could adopt here. But right now, yeah. it's not in our culture. We got to What like, did Larvin say? It was peaceful, like a spa? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you... Peaceful. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you my psychological breakdown of this. Um I've been uh, watching the Euros myself, and I've noticed that, you know, soccer is a largely like a real blue-collar sport, hence why the Super League didn't work. Uh, the fans revolted. They, they are very passionate about their teams and not in the same type of way that we are. Um, they go to the games, and like Jay said, when the, when the guys from Finland came here, they had team songs. There's all these team songs in, 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 in football, in soccer, I mean, and all these – the ways that they act in the crowd is different from the way we act. Mostly because from the time I started going to Oilers games, I noticed that a majority of the fans, especially in the lower bowl, are there not because they bleed copper and blue and not because they want to get up and live and die with every shot, but that they want to be held in a higher regard in their social standard. And that does not placate itself to standing on your chair all day Mm -hmm. in all game and watching this sport. Chalmers, I can't tell you how many times I've stared down into the Coventry Homes lounge at hockey games and seen you milling about down there with the other Illuminati. Look at him. Look at him down <laughs> exactly. there. Exactly. Drinking exactly. his drinks, fish, eating. You're in a fishbowl with all the elite. Yes, exactly. You're describing that, yourself. There is and <laughs> where the problem lies. It's the, it's the people worrying about the judgment, right? The judgment there is if you aren't on your feet, you better get the fuck up and support our team. Where here it's if you're cheering a little bit too, hey, sit down. I want you to sit hey, down. Sit down. No, I've, I've got a guy down. one I've section got... over from us and where we sit. He let his kids go to a game and they stood and cheered and like were really loud. And he got a phone call from the Oilers saying people around your seats complained about your kids making so much noise. Keep it down. That is that's there might be a that is the culture too. Yeah. And that's and there that's, might be a correlation yeah. between Systemic. between ticket prices too. So yeah. anyways. Rich so, people don't like So there's out. there's a few ways to tackle this. Because like even I so going and watching some games in Europe, there is the rowdy section, and then there's like the people that just kind of like chill and just watch the game. But what they do is that the people in the rowdy section set the tone, set the vibe for when something good yes. does happen. Yes. And then the rest of the building chimes in for yes. 30 seconds, 60 seconds, but then the, and then they go down and kind of relax and go about their ways. So they're like that it's, it's, you need buy-in for that, but you need that section. Yeah. So like, yeah, okay. Let, let Chalmers and his crew in the lower bowl do their thing. Oh, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Let them do their thing. Chalmers and the cools. And not even and not oh, even the whole upper, like the, the 200s. You don't even need all of them in. You just need a devoted section to fill the air like the Finns did. 25 Finns sat in the, in the Changed building. Changed the course of the season. And set a vibe. You could hear them yeah. all over the fucking yeah. building. You could so, hear them on TV. You could hear, hear them outside. Them. So take that, knock that up to one section where it's like a, like 200 people or 150 people. And they will, they'll set the tone and they'll elevate people. And if people don't want to be near them, go on the far other side of the building and it, you won't be directly affected by it. 
And then people will want to gravitate towards that. And then the Chalmers is of the world down low. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can get caviar to bring them up. Yeah, just put the caviar <laughs> down for one second and, gold and participate in a power play chant. Fantastic champ because it's so crisp. Listen, I, we've, been to, we've been to enough NFL football games to know that it's also about setting like a precedent. But it, it, it's always awkward to just stand up at the very beginning of the game. But it, it, everybody kind of looks around. Same as like a concert, right? But the minute everybody starts to do it, then it starts to get like more accepted. I think that yeah. kind of thing needs to happen. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with like rowdy sections. And there should be, you know, the quiet section. Hey, if you don't want people standing around you and you want to buy tickets in the quiet section, no, there is no quiet section. You're at a fucking sporting event. Go not, fuck not all. Quiet. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I mean, you're you're not gonna have to worry about like if you're in row ten that the guy in row nine is standing up in front of you. If wow. the guy's standing up in front of me and everybody else is standing, I'm I love that man. That atmosphere oh, is best. great. But if you're a 65 year old man who just wants to sit there and watch it, uh, you know, and you don't want that, you should be able to find a seat in the arena that's like that. So the one like, thing, you know, the one thing like, we need to acknowledge, the one thing we need to acknowledge about hockey that uh, compared to you know Premier League soccer or football. Is that we play like we play so many games in so short yeah. order. There's Monday night or Tuesday nighters where like in soccer, like there's always like it's Saturday, like it's a it Saturday afternoon bad. game. Yeah. It's or it's Sunday. And we get so, pretty excited on our hockey night in Canada Saturday night games. Ish, ish. It it definitely does level up, but that's where you really make the first big move is like, okay, Saturdays or Friday games is like where you level it up and it's supposed to be a party. Because you, you chant to the it. arena. Oh, if of you course, went to but everyone needs plays, to buy in. If you were at Rexall Place up in the gallery and it was Saturday night yeah. against the Flames, you knew you were going to have an interesting night up there. The gallery Jay, do you was remember? the pulse. It was the pulse yeah. of the building. You would always look to it. And that what would are like, we got going on? Yeah. And that would put you in the right mindset. Yeah. Like you, like it, got, it was always nuts up there. Think back in the I day, though, Jay, like when we... When we started going to games, like you'd fling beer lids at people, remember? And like yeah. there'd be fights in the crowd and shit. Like it's come, a, it's tamed a lot since like then. It was a different experience I, back I, in the day. I think if you guys wanted to, as a as a nation, put together a grassroots effort to do something like that, you should make it so that Friday and Saturday night games next season, you you post for the week the week before. This is a song we're going to sing as a crowd. Yeah, I got a fucking sign. It goes like easy. this. Games. It goes, take off your Pass top hat, Chalmers, and put down no, your like, monocle, <laughs> you rich fuck. Up, Get off your hands and cheer. Print out like 5,000 fucking flyers with the lyrics that are super easy. Oh, Roll Twitter? them to everybody and say, yeah, Twitter? that. And <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I said. They said do it on the Print off leaflets. What the fuck? I think, I think like you're asking like people to rehearse. Like it's like Saturday Night Live. Rehearse for, I think you got to like, have staples and just pound those out with repetition. No, but if you get a Friday song and then a Saturday song, you just repeat those every week. You're not the question is, how do you have week. enough people singing the first time to get momentum? Okay, this so this week we're going to do two insane people just yelling and everyone going, what? What? We, we already have a song. It needs. It All right. Well, look yeah, like we sure do. Looks like, do. <laughs> looks like the one whap. group of people that. No, 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 no. Charles, it, but Charles, Charles, you have centralized fans is too lazy to fucking do anything about it. No, 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 no. Well, yeah. it's, wow, like wow. It. Are you on like you the show wanna... chirping the show? I also think, like, Charles, it, it, it's deeper. It's deeper than what you're suggesting. You're just saying we should just put out here. Everyone, download yeah, this. A and song is the problem. It needs to be way more boring. coordinated. Yes, we actually need an organization yes. that's actually going to deliver on what they can say. That's us. And actually, that's you. That's you. Let us in. Grab it yourself. They need to let us. Your people, Chalmers, need to let us in and do that. Yeah, Chalmers. They, they teased <laughs> us two seasons ago. They promised us a nation section, and they fucking took it away and tried to use it as a ticket-selling event. There's the fucking issue. Let us in the fucking building. Interesting. We'll how it's done. Interesting. Let me okay, in the building. I'll people, fucking cheer loud enough for everybody. in the building didn't just give up. They found a way in the building, and then they did no, but, what they but, wanted. But, when so, that, but, so then if wow. you have a devoted section, then you, then you you curate, then you curate people <laughs> that are willing to do the effort. <laughs> and then you they made the Islanders move to Brooklyn, Chalmers. They made them move to Brooklyn. And their fans found a way. 
All right. You know who I miss I is that old that all old usher. I'm not the right guy for the job. That's all I hear. <laughs> that old usher that give you knuckles on the way up the long ele- escalator ride. Where's he? Yeah, at? I love that guy. I bet. Well, hopefully we see him again. Like, I hope to God he's made it yeah. through. I love that guy. I was ready for like a big long playoff run where I was like, I have to give that guy knuckles for the good luck. Yeah, he was great. Do you think we're gonna make the playoffs next year, your Amtrak? Please, God, say yes. <laughs> oh, have you looked at their know, division? With his, with Holy his, shit! acquisition, I'm not sure anymore. Well. They could not make a single. <laughs> they could not make a single offseason move, and they'd still make the playoffs in the Pacific. Just yes! Connor McDavid will will them to it. Like, yes, in that division, Anaheim sucks. What? San Jose sucks. The LA Kings are potentially getting better, so they're a team to watch. Arizona <laughs> sucks and is selling. Calgary sucks. Vancouver. <laughs> maybe has potential, but they're probably going to suck as well. Um, it's basically Edmonton and Vegas, and then a clump of like... Isn't there Seattle in the mix too? Yeah, Seattle will be in the mix, but like a clump of like... <laughs> There'll be a wild card. Seattle, yeah. LA, Vancouver, Calgary. There's that group that'll be fighting for like one, maybe two playoff spots, and then San Jose, Anaheim. It'll be interesting to see what Vegas does this offseason, because they're probably going to try to go for Eichel. They're going for Eichel. 100%. They are. I think that I. So I think. That mean, oh, that what means they have to move some to pieces. Um. Yeah, they're gonna have to move some pieces. Uh, Frank Saravalli on the DFO rundown last week said the names who could come out of there are Riley Smith, Jonathan Marcheseau, and Max Pacioretty. Mm. 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 Uh, but if they were gonna make a move, if they were gonna make a move for Eichel, uh, like you would probably, it'd probably be like a Riley Smith. And then you'd have to get rid of that. I'm sure they wouldn't mind getting rid of one of Laner or Flurry to, to make the money work. Um, but they would find a way to make it happen. Maybe in Vegas, where there's so many fakos and stuff, there'll be people Eichel can pay to pretend to be his friends. That's rude. That seems unnecessarily rude. He's mean. He belongs in like a industrial wasteland where you can just sit in an old rusted out warehouse. That's ground. Buffalo. Yeah, Whoa, I know. Hey, hey, <laughs> don't shit on Buffalo. I love, Buffalo. Hey, I'm a Bills fan. I love Buffalo. Yeah, but Buffalo. I feel for Buffalo fans. They deserve better than what they're getting. They do. Speaking, speaking of horrible, horrible except for the Bills, except for the Bills. Tyler tries. We should throw him through a table, or send me to Buffalo. <laughs> uh, Tyler all right. tries Buffalo. Did you see what happened? That poor goalie in the Columbus system. Oh my god, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah I, was, I was actually. Fuck. I was going to end the podcast uh, with horrible. that because obviously oh. horrible news. Um, if you didn't hear this, uh, Matisse Kivlenix, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender, 24 years old, just scooped up his first win like a year and a bit ago. Like super, super promising guy. He passed away uh, in a fireworks accident. He's in a hot on, tub. He's sitting in a hot yeah. tub enjoying July 4th. Holy and, uh, things, things kind of went wrong there. And uh, he passed away uh, again at the age of 24. So super, super sad stuff. Um, obviously, we send our, our condolences to the, the Kivlenix family, Jackets fans as well. Um, just really, really brutal stuff. Um, Good God. Yeah. And, and it is tough to kind of transition off that as well. Because like 24 years old, had his whole career in front of him, had his whole life in front of him as well. Uh, so it just sucks. And uh, we'll wrap up the episode there. Uh, wow. That's a real fucking down note to wrap well, up. Well, I mean, it's hard to go from that to anything else. Yep. And it's Do you want to end zone. on a high note? Don't you want to? No? Okay. Wow. Why don't, I just, why don't I just ask a question? Yeah. Why don't I just look at your M. Chuck's judgmental face and just shrivel like a plant yeah. in the hot sun? The, the question I was going to ask is, do you guys think the, the Stanley Cup's going in the air tonight? Yeah. 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 So do I. What an uneventful final. This has been episode 295 of the Real Life Podcast. Shout out to our friends at the HGA group. Shout out to whatever. Um, anyways, this podcast is over. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.